And now it's time for On the Money with your host, Dan White. Dan has been in the financial services industry for over 25 years, and he's been a featured expert in Forbes, Yahoo, the Philadelphia Business Journal, Dow Jones Market Watch, and has appeared nationally on Fox Business News. Dan is a member of some of the most prestigious financial organizations, including the Society of Financial Service Professionals and the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. In addition, he's a chartered life underwriter and a chartered financial consultant, credentials you can trust. Broadcasting from the heart of Wilmington, Delaware, here's your host of On the Money, Dan White. Morgan Stanley is now predicting between a 38% and 45% drop in gross domestic product for the second quarter after a small drop in the first quarter. And even with a rebound in their moderate case, they still project a 4% plus year-over-year recession in 2020, but they acknowledge it could be much worse. So this is the world we live in today. This is the coronavirus. And a lot of people out there today are wondering, you know, with the economy going down the toilet and jobs, you know, unemployment just skyrocketing, you know, what is the federal government, what is the federal government doing for me? Well, recently uh, they passed what is known as the CARES Act. And the CARES Act is an acronym for the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. They always have these acronyms, CARES Act. And on Friday, March the 27th, President Trump signed this into law. And besides billions of economic stimuluses for broad industries affected by the virus, the airline industry, the restaurant industry, the hotel industry, large corporations, hospitals, new loans to businesses. The new law provides some level of economic relief to investors and retirees. So this morning, we're going to delve into the CARES Act, what it means for you, how it impacts your financial planning, and what you should be doing now. But before we get into our program, you know, the big question I have for people when they come into the office is what what are they most afraid of? What is their biggest financial concern? And you know, you might you might think it's a lot of things. It might be taxes, it might be healthcare, but overwhelmingly people's biggest financial concern is they're not gonna have enough money in retirement. They're gonna run out of money. Well, there's a quick solution for that. I mean, before you retire, wouldn't you want to know if you're going to have enough money? How do, you, how do you determine when is enough enough? Well, you start with a budget. You start with how much do you want to spend a month, and then you build in your retirement income sources, your Social Security, your pension, your retirement assets. You put a, uh, you put a rate of return on the assets, and you put an inflation factor on the expenses, and voila, we can tell you whether or not you're going to run out of money. Now, most people, they look at that and they say, oh, I don't know how to do that. It's too much work. Well, let us do it for you. This is what we do for people every day. We come up with a financial analysis, a retirement analysis that tells you, A, you got more than enough money to, to, to quit your job tomorrow and live happily ever after, or B, no, maybe you ought to work a little longer. So if you'd like to get your retirement analysis built specifically for you, pick up the phone and give us a call toll-free 888-690-8820. Again, that's 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call, 610-358-8942. 
610-358-8942. First and foremost, I want to wish everybody a happy Easter today. It is, uh, it's not going to be our traditional Easter. My wife is very upset because uh, my one son, um, who lives not far from us, but he's got, he's got Crohn's, so we don't, you know, we're not having him over. He doesn't want to be around people. He's been kind of hunkering down since this virus hit, and that upsets my wife greatly that we will not be able to see my son on Easter Sunday. But try to enjoy your holiday and social distance and keep those hands washed, and we'll get through this together. We do have several upcoming events this week, as I mentioned uh, in earlier shows. We're going to have a couple webinars, and uh, we have one this Tuesday, April the 14th at 1 p.m., and then we're going to have the same one Thursday, April 16th at 1 p.m. This is Coronavirus and Your Retirement, a live webinar. So if you'd like to tune in to our webinar, call my office to register, and again, that number, 888-690-8820, So again, let's talk about the CARES Act this morning, a $2 trillion bill to rescue the economy. On March 27, 2020, the House of Representatives followed up on the Senate's March 25th passage by a 96-0 vote of H.R. 748, the CARES Act. The House passed the $2-plus trillion bill by a voice vote. Uh, The bill's goal is to rescue the economy and the millions of Americans struggling with the virtual nationwide shutdown of most businesses as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. And the law is stuffed with billions of dollars in loans, grants, and direct payments to help individuals, people who have lost their jobs, small and medium-sized businesses, big business, especially hard hit by the coronavirus crisis, medical care providers, and states and localities battling the crisis. So here are a number of things the government has done. They implemented the Paycheck Protection Program. Included in the CARES Act is the new Temporary Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP. The PPP is open to businesses with fewer than 500 employees. It is available to self-employed individuals so long as they have employees, and it allows these businesses to borrow Enough money to meet payroll, pay rent or mortgage and utilities, and cover pre-existing debt obligations during the coverage period. The coverage period is between February 15, 2020 and April 30th of 2020. So basically, what they're allowing people to do is apply for loans to cover payroll, rent, mortgages, utilities for 10 weeks between when the virus uh, started, when we shut everything down on April 30th. Borrows apply for these loans through participating banks. That's another subject. There's been some snags in the overwhelming response to this. Some of the websites have shut down. They will pay no fees on these loans. And if a year later the borrowers not reduced payroll or reduced workers' comp by more than 25%, the loans will be forgiven. So they don't have to be paid back. And the forgiven loan amounts will not be includable in the borrower's taxable income. So eligible payroll expenses include wages and salaries, the amount of employer-paid group health insurance, retirement benefit costs for the coverage period, and payroll taxes payable for the applicable period. The amount of the loan that will be forgiven excludes salary amounts above $100,000. So if you have an employee that's making more than $100,000, they're only going to cover 
that employee's payroll up to 100000 Loan amounts that are not forgiven will be regular loans with terms not to exceed 10 years and an interest rates that cannot exceed 4%. The program is being administered through the Small Business Administration, which will buy the forgiven loans from the banks that issue them when the banks certify a year later that the borrower has complied with the terms of loan forgiveness. So again, this is all new and, uh, you know, they, they just rolled these out, I think, a couple days ago. Um, so it's, uh, it's a big deal, and hopefully it'll get some of these small businesses back on their feet. Now, the other thing it did, uh, retirement savings, a number of things the CARES Act included in the, in the retirement savings plan provisions. Number one, it suspends required minimum distributions for 2020. So if you're 70 and a half or if you're turning 72 this year, um, depending upon when you were born, again, no, no RMDs for this year. It allows planned participants to borrow all of their vested account balance up to $100,000 and extends the time for repaying these loans. It waives taxes on early withdrawals from retirement plans. Repayment of these withdrawals and loans, all of which must be coronavirus crisis-related, can be made within three years and regular income tax on these withdrawals can be paid over a three-year period. It includes a rule that allows single-employer-defined benefit plan sponsors more time to make required contributions to their DB plans. Such payments can be deferred for a year, but interest on the required contributions for the deferred year must be paid. It also includes an employee retention tax credit. It provides for a refundable 50% tax credit on the employer-paid portion of payroll taxes on wages up to $10,000 per employee. Excluded from this tax credit are payroll taxes that are covered under the new paid leave or and or the Paycheck Protection Program rules. It's, it's expanded unemployment compensation at the federal government's expense. Per the bill, unemployment will be paid under the applicable state rules, but for four months and with an additionally federally funded $600 a week payment when unemployment is as a result of the coronavirus crisis. It also ex, uh, expands eligibility for unemployment compensation, including self-employed individuals. So, you know, the government has basically taken a bazooka and they're spraying cash all across the country. The last thing they've done, direct payments to individual, and we're going to delve into this a little bit further, but the bill creates a program under which Americans will receive cash payments directly from the Treasury. And again, the payments are limited and there is a phase out uh, a phase out depending upon your salary as to how long these payments will uh, how many people qualify for these payments. Uh, let me give you our phone numbers toll free. You can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call. 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. This morning we're talking about the coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, the CARES Act, what it means for you. And after the break, we'll have some strategies to take advantage of this. You're listening to On The Money. You 
have watched your 401k and other retirement accounts lose value. For some of us, a lot of value. Dan White's mission is to make sure this will not happen with your retirement money. I started working with Dan White five years ago, and my retirement money has actually grown. No losses. I can't even imagine losing thousands of dollars in my retirement accounts. That really worries me, so I called Dan White. I'm completely happy with what Dan has done for my particular case. I know people who ended up losing money this year. I tell them, call Dan White. This is serious. Hi, it's Rick Jensen. Just like hundreds of Delawareans, I too am a client of Dan White. He's professional. He specializes in retirement income planning, and it doesn't cost you anything to make the call and sit down with Dan White. Call him, 888-690-8820. 888-690-8820. For Dan White and Associates. DanWhiteAndAssociates.com. As the country continues to try to work its way through this coronavirus pandemic, and uh, it's not only a, uh, a biological pandemic, it's also turned into an economic crisis as well. And a lot of questions we've been getting is, you know, from what's the government doing? How are they stepping up to, you know, save the economy? And, what, and more in particularly, what are they doing for me? So this morning, we've been delving into the CARES Act, and uh, as we continue in our program here, we're going to talk specifically about what it means for individuals and what it means for retirees and how you might uh, carve out a strategy to help you benefit from some of the uh, particulars in the act. But um, before I get into that, I do want to ask you a question. I mean, with with the changes in the economy, it's even more important in retirement that you get every nickel out of the system that you're entitled to. So when you look at Social Security, you know, a lot of people go down there, the vast majority still claim Social Security at the age of 62. You could be you could be leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. And I know it's tempting at this point, you know, if you're at that age and, you know, maybe you got downsized, you lost your job, hey, let's grab Social Security. I mean, that should be kind of a last resort. So if you've got any other source of income, we can run the numbers for you and show you why it makes sense to hold off on Social Security. But, uh, you know, if you'd like to have a Social Security analysis done for you, if you don't want to leave thousands of dollars on the table, and if you've saved more than $100,000, pick up the phone and give us a call to get your free Social Security report today at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call, 610 610- 358-8942-610-358-8942. We have several events this week. We're doing live webinars over the internet. If you've got Zoom, um, you can participate in these webinars. This seems to be the new normal. We're doing appointments via Zoom. So if you'd like to Zoom in on us uh, on Tuesday, April the 14th at 1 p.m. or Thursday, April the 16th at 1 p.m. I know a lot of people are working from home. So if you want to take 45 minutes out of your day and figure out the coronavirus and your retirement, a live webinar, give our office a call to register for that because we have to give you the link, 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. So as we mentioned earlier, the President Trump on March 27th signed into law the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act, affectionately known as the CARES Act. And several of the things they did, and we talked a little bit about this before the break, 
<clears throat> they have the 2020 recovery rebate stimulus checks. What does this mean? Well, single filer taxpayers will receive a check from the federal government for $1,200. Joint filers will receive a check for $2,400. And then for every child under the age of 17, taxpayers will also receive an additional $500 per child. Unfortunately, there is a phase out for single filers beginning for those who make over 75,000 individuals, uh, ultimately completely phasing out for those who make more than $99,000. So single people over 99, you're not going to get a rebate stimulus check. For joint filers, this phase out begins at 150,000 and ultimately completely phases out at 198,000. So again, married filing jointly over 198, no stimulus check. The IRS is using its data from taxpayers' most recent tax returns to determine one's adjusted gross income. So bottom line, if you're a single filer whose AGI is greater than 99,000, you'll not get a rebate check. And if you're a joint filer over 198, no rebate check for you. Another thing they did Again, because, you know, April 15th is right around the corner uh, tax day, but the IRS and the federal government has, have also automatically extended all taxpayers' deadline to file the returns to July 15th. So, again, you don't have to file by April now. It's pushed back to July 15th. Like everything else in our crazy world today, pushbacks, right? You don't have to file an extension. This has automatically been predetermined for all taxpayers. So don't even worry about, you know, getting a tax guy and filing an extension. And also, because the tax deadline has been extended, you, they've also extended the deadline for 2019 IRA contributions. So the IRS has also extended the deadline for taxpayers to make 2019 IRA contributions from April 15th to July 15th. Some taxpayers may want to front load their contributions now in order to seemingly buy low with the expectation the market has bottomed out and will continue to rise over the next few months. Myself, personally, I'm not sure we've seen the bottom yet. Um, I know we've had a couple of these bear market rallies. You know, we had one a week or two ago. We're having one this past week. I think there's more bad news ahead. I'm not sure we've seen the bottom yet. <clears throat> Another thing they did, they waived required minimum distributions for all of 2020. So if you own an IRA or a 401k, you are the proud owner of what the IRS refers to as a qualified plan, meaning that it is qualified for taxes because all that money is yet to be taxed. When consumers, when you take withdrawals from these plans, you got to pay ordinary income tax. But the SECURE Act, again, we, we went from the SECURE Act, of, not literally two, three months ago, to the CARES Act. The SECURE Act from December 2019 changed the age for taxpayers to take required minimum distributions from age 70 and a half to age 72. But luckily, they're waiving this year's 2020 required minimum distribution. This is going to benefit taxpayers twofold. Number one, taxpayers who won't necessarily use their RMD income so they don't need the money while they don't have to pay taxes on it because they don't have to take it. And the other reason it benefits you, RMD calculations would have been based upon the value of the qualified account as of December 31st, 2019, when the market was up between 20 and 30% from where it currently is. 
That means that anybody would likely be taking an RMD based on an account value that is no longer reflective of their account realistic balance. So that's a benefit. Two other things that they've done for individuals to kind of alleviate the pain and allow you to have access to some of your money. If you are younger than 59 and a half before 2020, you were not able to take an in-service withdrawal from your employer-based contribution plan. But now, thanks to Section 2202 of the CARES Act, employees are able to withdraw up to $100,000 from their plan without the 10% penalty if they have been affected by the virus and the withdrawal is taken in 2020. So what does that mean? What is, a, what is an affected employee? You either have to have the virus, your spouse has to have the virus, a dependent has to have the virus, or you've either been downsized, your hours have been cut, all because of the coronavirus. So that's what an affected employee is. So you can take 100000 from your plan, no 10% penalty, and you can also spread the taxes out from that withdrawal over the next three years if you want or need to avoid a large tax bill in 2020. Now, here's the other caveat. Furthermore, you can even repay the money back into your plan within the next three years if you'd like to make the plan whole again. And then again, it's treated as a transfer, a rollover, and it's as if you never took the money out of the plan. Now, it gets a little sticky, and we're going to go a little deep in the weeds here. But let's say you took out $60,000, right? So you can spread the tax over three years. So let's say you pay tax on $20,000 this year and $20,000 in 2021. And then in 2022, you're back at work. Maybe you got a nice bonus, a nice commission check. And you want to put the $60,000 back into your 401k or your IRA. Well, you can do that. And people say, well, how do I get my money back? You know, I already paid tax on the money. But what you got to do, unfortunately, you got to go back and file amended tax returns for 2020 and 2021 to get your tax dollars back. There's one more thing that they've included in the CARES Act, the $100,000 CARES hardship withdrawal, what they have dubbed the 100 grand safety plan. So many investors uh, and 401k owners who are under 59 and a half and have been affected by the virus may wish to take advantage of the CARES Act provision by taking a penalty-free withdrawal in 2020. But the 401k plan must allow this provision. It is a plan option. They don't have to allow it. 401k plans currently allow for hardship, a casualty and or disaster withdrawal. So this is a variation on this type of plan. Those who do not take a withdrawal must really only decide what they would like their income tax treatment to be. Take the money and pay the income taxes on the withdrawal amount in the sub within the first year. Take the money and pay the income taxes over three years. Or take the money and make a rollover within 60 days of receiving the money to another tax-qualified retirement vehicle. And when the taxpayer elects this option, he or she must deposit the check received into his or her checking account. Within 60 days, they have to roll it into another account. The rollover amount cannot be just the withdrawal. It may be less because there may be a, may have been a 20% tax withholding on that. So you got to make sure if you're doing a rollover, you can do that, but you got to you got to do it within 60 days, and you're only allowed to do one of them a year. So it gets a little gets a little sticky. The other thing is they've allowed loans. They're allowing you to borrow out of your 401ks up to $100,000. 
And instead of only giving you five years to pay it back, they're giving you six years to pay it back. So the government has really opened up the spigots. They're allowing people access to their funds. Again, this is an economy that's on uh, life support. And the government in their, you know, they may not be doing it 100% the right way, but at least they're trying to help. So let's give them a little credit where credit's due. Let me give you our phone numbers toll-free. You can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. Today we tried to unpack the coronavirus, uh, the CARES Act, the coronavirus stimulus bill. Hopefully we've given you a little bit of information, but if you've got questions on this, We've got the answers. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of their respective parties and not those of this show's producers or this station. Join us again for more On the Money 